Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, hey, Steph. Hey, how's it going? I am doing all right. How are you? I'm very good. So good. 52, Steph. 52. How? We did it, Laura. 52 episodes. We did it. We did it for one year. 52 every week. Never missed one. Some of you guys throughout this journey have coached us on like how many weeks are in half a year or six (laughs) months or whatever. Like we've gotten a little confused, but we are pretty sure someone correct us if we're wrong, but we're fairly certain there's 52 weeks in a year. Yes. And so this is says, our- and good news is we number each episode so we didn't have to do the math for this one. This is <laughs> so you don't have to worry about our counting. And next week will officially be our one year anniversary. How crazy is that? I'm so proud of us. I know. It's and- I mean, it's a lot of work, but I'm so proud of us for because I mean, it would have definitely been easy some weeks to just be like, let's take this week off. Let's take a couple weeks off, take a holiday oh, break, whatever. And we didn't, we made it. No. And I mean, especially in the beginning, I feel like we were very open to that being okay. We were like, yeah. look, life gets busy. If we can't do a week, whatever, they'll understand. And then as we just kept doing more and more episodes, we were like, we have to find a way to make it work. Like we yeah. can't, we can't skip a week. Like it just I has know. to work. Yeah. And like a lot of podcasts I listen to, like, it's a normal thing. It's like, this is like quote unquote, like the end of the season. And then they'll take a few weeks off and they do it usually during the summer or during the holidays and things like that. But no break. We should post a GoFundMe account to <laughs> fund a vacation for us so we can have a break. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, but no, we um, well, have a lot of fun stuff coming up and I'm excited. So next week is our one year anniversary episode yes. where we are going to get into like all of your favorite parts of year one. And yes. that is just a reminder for our meetup. The link is in our Instagram bio, correct? Correct. So yeah, if you live locally or if you don't and you want to come to Southern California, um, Saturday, March 26th. at Brewery X in Anaheim. There's a link to register in our bio on Instagram. Um, If you can't find it, or if you have any questions, just shoot us a DM, shoot us a message on Facebook, whatever, get a hold of us. We're happy to answer any questions, but we're really excited about that. I think there's about like seven or nine of us so far. And so we're going to have a really good time just hanging out, having a little, little hangout sesh with some good so pizza excited. and good beer. Good pizza, good beer. Remember they have seltzer if you don't like beer. And if we know like we have friends that don't drink, if you don't drink, feel free to come too. They have soda, I'm sure. That- they do have sodas. They also have cold brew. They have they have like a couple like non-alcoholic options. But yes. yeah, definitely. yeah, we don't want anyone to feel left out. We want to see you all um super super excited and one of our favorite people that supposedly is coming to the event she better um, yes. is actually going to be our guest I think we mentioned this last week but we've had our weeks of planning a little bit I off. know we've been all we've been swamped and so just trying to get an episode done is a lot of work 
trying to coordinate it with somebody else is even more work. So we had to do, we did have to push our episode with um, Jerry, but I think it'll be on in two weeks then since next week's our one year anniversary episode, it'll probably be the week after that. So sorry for those of you who were expecting it to be this week. We had to move some things around because my life is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely excited to have Jerry on though. Um, And she's, she's excited too. And I know a lot of you love her. So Stay tuned for that. We have a lot of fun stuff coming. I know in our Instagram today, I was asking like, because sometimes we'll ask you guys a question and we're like, hello, like why yeah. is nobody answering? And sometimes it's like, bam, so many responses. Yes. And tonight was kind of one of those bam, so many responses. So we got lots of ideas about upcoming topics and we love that. Like, you know, whether we get to everyone or not, depending on like our comfort levels with what's being asked of us to talk yeah. about or whatever. Um, but we do want to talk about like anything that we are comfortable that you guys want us to talk about. So always let us know, um, if you're interested in anything and we will definitely try to hit some of those topics. And always remember, I think it's in the details of our episode. I'm pretty sure anchor automatically puts it in there. There is like a phone number, a phone number. No, it's a link. You can click it and you can record a message to us. If you have like a specific question and we'll play it on an episode and we'll answer it for you. So know that that's but always an option. I think people you don't even be, realize it's there. They don't. We've only gotten a couple of them. And if you want to be warm famous. <laughs> then go leave us a message. That would be fun. Go do that so we can include it in our one year anniversary episode. That would be so fun. And while we're like mentioning things like this, I know we always mention it at the very end of the episode, but I'm going to go ahead and mention it again. We've done this for 52 weeks. I'm just saying, I feel like we are deserving of reviews from you all. So we have a lot, a lot, a lot of loyal listeners. And I think we only have like 101 reviews or something. And there are way more of you that listen. So if you haven't taken the time to do that, it really would mean the world to us. And based Um, on our stats, I think it's like 70% of you listen on Apple. So I know y'all have your iPhones, even if you don't listen on the Apple podcast app, just go into the Apple podcast app, search wine over matter, find us, rate us, review us, tell us how much you love us. And if you don't, I mean, you could say that too, but I'd prefer it if you told us you loved us because you're listening right now, unless you're hate listening, which that would be weird. Don't do that. Do better stuff with your time. If you've been listening since day one, like this is also like our anniversary, like you as a listener and us, like, I love you. Happy give anniversary. us give us this <laughs> gift yes <laughs> all we want but and also you guys listen to the whole episode not that we think you're gonna bail because you shouldn't but we have a highly requested update towards the end of this episode so make sure you stay for the whole thing highly requested if that is not a hint <laughs> I don't know what is <laughs> but speaking of like love that got really weird but <laughs> How was your Valentine's Day, Laura? Valentine's Day was good. Um, We, I think I had mentioned, we were going to be going to Disneyland for their special event. It was the Sweetheart Night. We were there. It was my first time going to the park in over two years. So it was, or almost two years. It was so nice to be back. Um, It was, we ate all of the Disney food 
And it was so nice because it was a special event, the park. So we were able to get into the park at five, the park closed to everybody else at seven. So there was a little bit of overlap, but starting at like seven, we literally walked on every single ride. How amazing. Do they keep every ride open? Almost. There's a couple of rides like, um, that did get closed. Well, actually there was supposed to be a lot of rides that were closed, but they, um, they kind of like surprised us last night and they opened, like some different like star Wars rides that were supposed to be closed. We were told small world supposed to be closed. That was open. So there was stuff like that. We literally went on. I don't think I've ever gone on that many rides in one day. Cause like, How we fun. Just, yeah, it was nice. It was exhausting. I was like, I don't remember the last time I did 20,000 steps in one night, like <laughs> after 5 PM. <laughs> You're like, I'm dead. Yeah. So it was just hard. Cause it was just like, got home after midnight and had to wake up early for work. And I was like, Oh, I'm not used to going to bed this late during the week anymore. <laughs> now that we have Penny, like I'm used to like being on kind of like a strict a bedtime, like where my bedtime used to like vary based on whatever, like Jeff and I like go to bed at the same time, like every night now. And so you're like, we can't disturb the puppy. No, it's like the puppy's on a schedule. <laughs> we're on a schedule. So yeah, no, we're just used to like, we're tired because we wake up earlier too because of the puppy. So it's just like, this is what time we go to bed. This is what time we put her to bed. And then we call it a day. But we had an amazing babysitter for Jeff and I's parents you did? night out. Who? <laughs> we had uh, <laughs> you. <laughs> So since having so much fun, since having Penny, we have not left the house for more than like three hours at a time. And, uh, we were researching different options. We were just like, okay, we're going to be gone from 4 PM till like one in the morning. There's no way like she can just be in her crate for that long. So we, we looked into all sorts of options. We had one person that was going to, and then they ended up bailing and then I just ended up being like all right I know Steph and Jordan are celebrating over the weekend so I'm just gonna ask her and she was so wonderful to come spend her Valentine's Day with Penny <laughs> it was so cute she was so excited when I got there I was like nervous that she I know was we like, haven't even talked about it actually besides I know, just the like, text here, of me checking in yeah because I'm like I took off at like 10 and then yeah you guys were still at um Disneyland and then yeah we we both had crazy work days but no she was so cute she was so excited when I got there and I was like oh my god I feel like she's like gonna go to the bathroom because she's so excited so I picked her up I didn't even give her a chance to like walk to the door I was like we're gonna go outside Penny (laughs) and then she was like wild girl for the first part like she just wanted to play and play and play and then um and she loves to go outside like that girl's like don't you dare sit down. We are going outside again. And she rings her little bell. It's so cute. She is, it's hard because you don't want her to have an accident, but you also know she's just like a pain in the ass and is like, doesn't (laughs) really need to go outside, but she doesn't want to just go outside. Like, like if you just open the door and she goes outside and you can just like, let her go by herself. She's like, no, no, you come with me. (laughs) I'm too scared. I cannot go by myself. We all go outside. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she, but she freaks out. It's so funny because she would like ring the bell and I'm like, I knew she didn't have to go because we literally just went out. And so I'd try to ignore it for a minute. And then she goes nuts and she starts ringing oh, yeah. the bell she like, like a mad. <laughs> <laughs> yep, sounds right. I'm like, all right, let's go outside. But yeah, and then she had, she like chilled for a little bit. And then she had like this moment of like, I think it was like right when she finished her dinner, she just had like major zoomies and was like, 
running hot laps in the house for like a good five minutes or something and then was done like she done a lot of time so zoomies means one of two things is she gets zoomies and then has to poop or she has zoomies and then all of a sudden just like flops to the side and is like (laughs) down for the count that's basically what it was. I mean, I had a hard time letting her out before I left because she was just sleeping in the living room. While oh, yeah. I was you watching. have to like pick her up and be like, nope, like the last I should have warned you like last one. You have to like physically like, no, <laughs> we're going outside. But that's the easiest one to get her to go because she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get this over with and get back in the house and be comfortable again. 100%. So yeah, she was so sweet and so cute. And I think she was I'm, like, so confused when we got home last night. She's like, I thought this was bedtime. Why yeah. are you guys well, awake? She was just like, she's like, oh, so you guys didn't leave. Stephanie isn't my <laughs> new mommy. Okay. Well, and then, so we like let her out and it was like, I'm excited, but I'm tired. But like, let's, and she had to go to the bathroom. So I was glad we let her out. Cause that was Aww. like our biggest debate. We're like, do we just like ignore her and pretend, but like, she was like really excited when we walked into the house. Aww. And so we like, but she was like, okay, thanks guys. It was good to see you. I'm going to go back to bed now. And then she like went back in her crate. <laughs> she, had, she had her brief moment of excitement yeah. and was like, see you in the morning. Exactly. Oh, she's such a good girl. I can't believe she's getting so big. Like I was telling Laura, I'm like, she is getting big, but like, she's so tiny still too. I know. Well, she's like, she's getting bigger, but already. She, she's a little nugget. I love Ugh, her. I know. But okay. So you didn't celebrate Valentine's day on Valentine's day, but no you did celebrate still what did y'all did you guys end up doing so we did like valentine's weekend um which is kind of what i thought we were going to do based on like just the days that we normally are together um and i was like super stoked about that so it was really cute friday he was staying at my house this weekend um my roommates were out of town so i was like we don't get many opportunities to stay here so he stayed here showed up to my house friday with like flowers and a box of chocolates and I opened the front door and he's like will you be my valentine I was like oh so adorable like he's just he nails like the cheesy cute which I love and um so we did that we went I think I I kind of shared what our plans were and our plans did plan out to be the same or pan out to be the same so we went to like one of my favorite restaurants in the area we watched that marry me movie on peacock with j-lo and owen wilson which is so cute I really really enjoyed that movie um and then Saturday we kind of just did like a day date like he joined a softball team so we went to the batting cages I was terrified I was <laughs> I know you were a softball player so you're probably like I roll at me but I was like I've never played softball but my dad tried to get me to be a softball player <laughs> and I remember like they had this really long hallway in their bedroom And like, he would like play catch, like not serious catch, just like hallway catch, like trying to get me into softball. And it hit my head one time. And it was like, that was it. Like in that moment, I was (laughs) never going to play again. I was traumatized. I hated it. Don't like balls flying at my head. And now you're in the batting cage this weekend. And now, so yeah, so he's doing it. And I'm like literally there like pumping him up because I'm like so excited for him that he's like joining a softball league and like he's excited and stuff. And so I'm like, yeah, I'll go watch you. And he's like actually really good. Like my dad like 
commented on a video I posted and was like, Jordan can really swing. Like, I was like, I know he's really good, but he was like, Hey, like, do you want to try? I'm like, yeah, sure. So I like get in there and like, before I even push the button, I'm like, I'm freaking out. Like, I don't like this. I don't want to do it. And he's like trying to encourage me. And I'm like, Nope, I'm not doing it. Like, I'm just, I'm literally so scared, you know? Yeah. And so he's like, okay. So we switched and he went in and did it again. And I'm like, okay, actually I'll try. Like, it doesn't even look like it's going that fast. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, and was it slow pitch? I don't even remember. It was probably because it was slow. It was soft. It was soft, soft. Wait, slow pitch? Maybe it was slow pitch. Yeah. Maybe that's what it's Well, there's softball, but there's slow pitch softball and there's fast pitch softball, but I'm pretty sure it was slow pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it was not like, once I actually did it, like it was not scary at all, Yeah, but I'm awful. (laughs) Like I don't have a follow through and I'm just like, I had fun and I was, it was like one of those things where you're proud of trying something new when you're like, so adamant against doing it. Yeah. But, um, it was fun and it's like tiring. Like my, you know, what hurt the worst is my hands. Cause he like, he told me like where to hold the bat or whatever. Uh-huh. And he's like, you have to choke it or something. And I'm like, choke up on it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> not, not choke it. You choke up on it. Meaning you move up on the bat. So, so I was doing that and <laughs> And my hands hurt so bad. It like vibrates the bat. Well, if, if you're not, no, <laughs> that's not why it hurts. Oh, so it's not because I was choking the <laughs> it's bat. It's just the connection that it's where you're hitting the ball <laughs> and things like that. It's not because you're choking the bat. <laughs> I'm so Sports. good at baseball. It's my yeah. thing. Um, but no, like definitely give like props to people that play baseball and softball and stuff because it is kind of a scary sport (laughs) it is is. right I I played a long time sure yeah I think it's scary it's definitely not the sport I would ever like choose number one because it's scary um but we did that and then we went to like a cute little like you know those like popular food courty type places where it's like upscale though so we did that um made dinner at home that night we got super into a show, which I'll tell you later about during my flavor of the week. So we were binging that all weekend. And then Sunday was Super, super Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> How happy are you? You're wearing a Ram shirt right now. I have. I've been wearing Ram stuff pretty much since they won the Super Bowl. <laughs> I've had, are you like, like my... the happiest ever? Yes. I have been on cloud nine. It like, I feel like it didn't even hit me on Super Bowl. like as excited and crying and all that other stuff on Sunday night. Like it wasn't until like yesterday and Jeff and I, like we were rewatching like all sorts of recap stuff. We were like rewatching the ending of the game. Like we were just like totally reliving it. It was like such a bummer because we had tickets for Disneyland yesterday. We couldn't get in the park until five, the rant they had like a Rams parade at Disneyland at like one o'clock yesterday, which I ran into one of my friends who works at Disneyland. She was showing me some pictures and talking to me about it. She said she has never seen it that crowded during the pandemic, like not even during the holidays. And so, like she was just like, it was so I probably would have been over it. And she's like, and it wasn't even like a full on parade. It was like, I mean, it was like the three main guys, though. It was like Stafford, Cup and Aaron Donald, which that would have been cool to see them. But it was just like literally like 
them three on a so little float. So it wasn't even the whole team. It was just the, those it was three. Because it's not their official like parade. It was gotcha. just like a Disneyland. I'm sure they got paid by Disneyland to do this kind of thing. Are you calling in sick to go to the parade tomorrow? No. <laughs> Talk about didn't give it to you guys. Off. No, <laughs> they did not. And I'm just not <laughs> into that. Like that sounds so like exhausting like I think if it was like the angels or the ducks and it was your like local in Orange County but like LA already is like a shit show like going down yeah like, there's nothing easy about LA no. and then now it's like and it's like the area it's in I'm like that just all sounds like a lot of work and too many people and no thank you I'll watch highlights on TikTok. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Voice, voiceover dubbed highlights on TikTok. Yeah, like everything I saw advice. from, because I did have a couple friends that were at the parade yesterday or whatever you want to call it at uh, Disneyland. Their photos and videos. I was like, eh, that was enough, I guess. I'm good. You're like, I'm good. But um, it no, was honestly was... an amazing Super Bowl. I was, it was so happy because my Rams were in it. My Rams won. Like the whole game wasn't super exciting, but the ending was super exciting. Cause I mean, it did come down to like the last like minute of the game. And so that like always is super exciting. Um, the halftime show. Hello. That was amazing. That was so good. It flew by though. Flew by. We watched like, so we've, also, did it re- go that we've also rewatched the halftime show every day this week. <laughs> I mean, it's only been a couple days, but Jeff and I keep rewatching it cause they have like the full the full thing on YouTube and we are like obsessed. It was insane. It was, and I was talking to my boss about this this morning. Cause it was, I just, I felt like it was amazing. I had one critique and my one critique would, was that I love Mary J. Blige, but I feel like she spent too much time on the no more drama song and not enough time on family. family affair. Affair. Like yeah, no, one I of agree. those songs pumps people up. One of those songs makes you in your feels and like, I mean, it did give me the goosebumps. Like, I'm not going to lie, but I do agree with that. I was obsessed with the entire performance and all of the people they had. My only problem with it is, is because there was so many people, we didn't get to hear, like, I wanted more. Like, it was just like, like, I only got to hear like one song or two songs and they were just like parts of the song from like each person. And it was just like, no, I want more. Like these people need to go on tour together. Like, I oh want, like, my all God, that would be amazing. Can you yes. imagine if they did? No, it would be Ma- so much fun. I think you're on to something. I know. No, it was so good. And then to bring out, like I was, okay. First of all, when they brought out 50 cent, I was stoked. I loved yes. it, but I was like, why, why was he not just announced as, like, why did they announce everyone? Because I him? feel like that is the new thing. I feel like in the recent years, like every year there's a random person that just like comes out. But it's so odd, like in this scenario where it's not just one artist, like it's not just Shakira or whatever. And like, then you're going to bring somebody out. It's literally like Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, Eminem. Oh, and we have special guest 50, 50 Cent, Cent. Who, did, who got zero, like, promotion ahead of time yeah. for it like it was I mean, just so random yeah no I agree it was definitely random but it was appreciated I loved it it was oh it was so good it was so good so speaking of 50 cent how do you feel about have you seen like all the memes that are going around like yes, basically body shaming him? The, yeah it's I feel bad for the part because I'm like when you like look at him still you're like he still looks amazing yes he's like, like ripped we all don't look like we did 20 years ago <laughs> no what do you think what do you think happened yeah I just feel like I don't know it's I think we I think we point out body shaming so much faster when it's a woman being body shamed 
than we do when it's a man. Uh-huh. So I honestly was like, I wasn't, I, like, I was guilty of not thinking too much of it at first. Like I was reading the, you know, the memes and I was like, <laughs> like, oh, they're called, they're saying yeah. like, oh, 50 cent more like 75 cents or whatever, you know, yeah. like, just stupid little memes. And then once I caught on to like the body shaming, like conversation, I was like, yeah, that's like really not cool. Yeah. And I mean, and to be honest, maybe our flattering angles aren't us hanging upside down. No, I <laughs> don't even want to know what that would look like. Honestly, <laughs> My shirt's like over my head and my guts just like hanging out. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I, I, was, I felt bad for him because I'm like, that was a moment. I'm like, and he hopefully he just doesn't care and brushes it off. Okay. But no, like, but did you see the video too? And the, this was like somebody like defending him, like somebody who's like, wouldn't be able to, it was like the video showing him like flipping himself up to hang upside down. Yes. And it's like, okay. Yeah. And somebody who wasn't in shape and wasn't like totally jacked couldn't do what he just did. Yeah. Everybody on the internet that's talking crap about how he's gained a few LBs over 20 years. Yeah. I'd like to see you do that. Flipped himself upside down through his life. I was just like, dang, go fit. Yeah. The guy's ripped. He's always been ripped. He's still ripped. Um, I just wish he wasn't like the laughing stock of the halftime show. I know. Probably he's still good. Feeling. He did good with his. Yeah. And I'm, I feel heart, like so he pumped everyone up with that song. Like that song came on. And it's like, no, they did not. Yeah. He's not there. Like he can't be there. Um, but no, that was an amazing Super Bowl. My boss and I were talking about it a little bit this morning. Um, and I, it was just like, I, it was so cool to see hip hop in the Super Bowl halftime show. First yeah. of all, like that does, that hasn't happened, you know? Yeah. And um, I feel like, I feel like the fandom or whatever of the NFL is shifting a little bit, like as the older, you know, the fans that were once young are getting older and now we have younger fans coming into it. Like they're having to kind of like learn to appease a different audience. Yeah. Um, and hip hop's like a big deal to our generation. And you know, I've talked about like the Janet Jackson, New York times documentary on, Hulu of talking about like the Janet Jackson halftime show and like how much goes into planning a Super Bowl halftime show and who you choose and like the liability of it and everything that goes into making sure that it stays like family friendly, you know? Yeah. And all of those artists had so much on the line for their genre of music in doing a halftime show and making sure it was family friendly and making sure they didn't do anything outrageous that was going to ruin it for hip-hop basically in the future you know like they had a lot um on their shoulders like to do it right for the first time and they did like they did it so right and so I think that's like amazing because there are so many amazing hip-hop artists that that deserve to be on that stage too and it's just it makes it exciting for the future so good loved it so good whole day perfect Wait, so perfect. No, one more thing that made my day really exciting Ooh, was um, I actually got to work on a commercial that yes, was you did. during the Super Bowl, which and is so cool. I knew it was during the fourth quarter. It was going to be on during the fourth quarter. So I was like, every time the commercials were on, everybody shut up and pay attention. Like I was just like, <laughs> even though I had already seen the spot, I was like, I want to see it like in the moment. Cause this is freaking cool. Like it's a super bowl commercial. Like there's no bigger time to have a commercial 
than during the, than Super, the Super Bowl. Bowl. Like it's a thing. So exactly. it was just like really cool to be able to say, like, say I had like some little tiny, tiny little part in a commercial. So that so was cool. an exciting and, moment for me. And I mean, just the fact that you got to work so close with Doja Cat, she's going to be like a guest on our podcast in like I the know. upcoming like, month. There's, it's just like that it's relationship amazing. you built is amazing. <laughs> She is so incredible, you guys, and she's really excited to come on the pod this year, and I'm just so excited that Taco Bell opened that door for me, and um, so if you have any questions for Doja Cat, yeah, we'll put up a question box, and we'll start collecting the questions, and um, I'll find out, I mean, it probably will be a little bit before she's on, but she said it's going to happen. Just start spamming her page, letting her know how excited you are to have, you know, that for her episode. Um, (laughs) We wish, we wish. wish. Oh my God. (laughs) If you want to spam her page anyways. Yeah, but still tell Doja Cat you want her to be on Wine Over Matter. (laughs) Oh my God. Which Okay. And that should have been my flavor of the week because I love it. She did a cover specifically for our commercial and now it's on Spotify. Go listen to it because it was one of my favorite songs from the 90s. Um, Celebrity Skin by uh, Hole, she covered. Um, and she rewrote some of the lyrics. And she actually rewrote the lyrics with Courtney Love, which is super cool. And Travis Barker played drums on the song. And um, so that was just kind of like a cool thing that was done for our commercial as well. So, so awesome. Yeah. Well, there's been a a lot going on in the pop culture world. So much pop culture. So much. And it's like, I feel like it was Britney, Britney, Britney for so long. And like, I feel like Britney's like getting a break of like, oh my God, my sister shut her mouth. And also I can just dance over here and let other people handle the. Uh, Yeah, no, Britney, Britney, step aside because Kanye's in town. Good Lord. But before we get Kanye. Kardashians in general right now. Yes, I okay first you but I know we have a lot of you that are Kardashian haters and like our own friends and family are Kardashian we get it like not they are not for everybody but like they are like relevant to talk about when it comes to pop culture and 100%. I love the Kardashians so and this is my podcast so I, and I <laughs> am also a member of this podcast who also watches the Kardashians <laughs> So sorry, so we get to there, talk are, about it. there was definitely a handful of you who messaged us today saying, don't give a shit about the Kardashians. Don't pay and attention. We, don't care. And we, we like, hear you. Part of me, we understand. Part of me wishes I was like that. Like part of me was like, I wish I didn't get them, but I'm like, they're fascinating. Their life's fascinating. Their fashion's fascinating. The decor in their house, everything. This is my thing. You have to give it where there is a family that literally stumbled upon like this show started becoming famous from mostly nothing and have not only become famous from the show, but have completely built a billionaire empire. empire. Like it's just of everything from makeup and fragrances and clothing. And it's just, they have just built this like you said, an empire and it's, it's, you ba- have, it's basically you have like, to be fascinated by the way they have turned them their themselves into a business. Well, and I honestly feel, feel like they're like the Royal family of the United States. Like, because people even are when, so like, annoyed that you said that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like 
even when like Chris Jenner dies and and Kim and Courtney and Chloe are like super old and like long gone people don't care as much like people are obsessed with the kids and the kids are like not even teenagers yet like and people are fascinated with the kids and what the kids are wearing and kids are doing and stuff and it's like no that that family is like it doesn't like and when those kids have kids they're going to be just as much you know like they know what they're doing like their family is a business and that's such a crazy concept to like think about like making your family a business Uh, but like they have and it's fascinating so I don't know how you how how not to talk about it yeah and princess Kylie just had a baby Kylie had her baby (laughs) I she has not posted an actual picture I don't think I think it was just like a finger picture correct um and then shared his name in her Instagram stories the other day. So yep. his name is Wolf. Yeah. What was the middle name? Wolf. I don't uh, remember. Not a big deal. But his name's Wolf. So now they have Wolf and Stormy and Wolf. Or Stormy. Stormy with an I and Wolf. Yes. So what are we thinking about Wolf? I mean, I mean, you don't. I don't think anything about it anymore when they name their kids because. Me either. But I also think like celebrity baby names are the craziest thing. Like if I had a baby, if I, let's just say I had two kids, like, let's say we're five years from now and I have two kids and I come over to your house and you're, and I'm like, Stormy and Wolf, get out of the pool. Like, that's weird. Like, why can't you just call them like Jessica and Mike or something? Like what? Jessica and Mike. That's why weird because that, that was a couple from Shaws of Sunset. Oh, I just uh, feel like when like baby names for celebrities are so weird, but I feel like if they don't name their kid something weird and like, if they did name their kid Jessica or something, it would be like, then they're kind of not a celebrity. I think that's very much with all the Kardashians. Like at this point after, cause there's what now 10 kids like yeah not one of them have a normal name so like well Courtney's kind of well her, uh, the first I mean because Mason's a pretty normal name Mason is so I mean that was a very trendy name at the time so and he, Penelope's kind of normal and then they she went rain which yeah. I actually do know some rains now too so I um so I forgot about Courtney's kids I was just thinking more Kylie and uh and Kim and yeah anyway Chloe I forgot there Robert Oh yeah. Wolf. That's when I think of Wolf, I think of like that. Wasn't he on like CNN years ago or something like Wolf Blitzer? Wolf Blitzer. Yeah. Uh, Like that's who I think of like an old man. And he thinks he spells it. I think W O L F E. Oh, which I think, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, but let's get into the real, like the real situation at hand that we need to discuss, which by the time this airs, God only knows how much more this will develop. Oh my God. It's been crazy. So Let's talk Kim and Kanye. So I think the last time we talked Kim and Kanye, it was basically like Kanye had just ramped up like his, his him kind of going crazy on Instagram and like taking screenshots of like a TikTok video that North made on her account with Kim and, and was posting like in all caps about how he's not okay with his kids being on TikTok. And, and then he wasn't allowed starting to, her, to, to go to her party too. Yes. And he wasn't allowed to go to his daughter Chicago's party. And he went on live, a live video accusing him of, of keeping him from his kids and stuff. Yeah. And then, so just when you thought it couldn't escalate anymore. It yeah. And at that time more. it was, we were, we're talking and we're like, kind of like trying to figure out like, that is super sad if that is true and she's keeping him but like 
we don't know all the details, but then it's like, as we've watched how this has escalated so much more, it's just like, I think there's reasons that he wasn't invited. And Kim, I, I thought I read that Kim said he wasn't not invited, but that their whole like parenting plan or whatever was that they had two separate parties Correct. for, yes. and so it was like, I, I don't know, like me, you know, maybe, maybe it's being manipulated or whatever, but um, it kind of escalated even more this week where, cause Kanye was dating that Julia Fox girl who they've since broke up. Yeah. We so were just talking about that in what last week's episode or two weeks yes. ago. We literally so were just were, talking about her. So they were dating. We just were when I figured that. out who she was. Just when we figured out who she was just last week on the Caller daddy podcast, she had julia fox on the podcast and i watched i watched and listened because she does video podcasts now and i was like she talked a lot about kanye and how their boyfriend girlfriend and blah 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 and it was like a very like juicy episode and then all of a sudden like they're not together anymore and now kanye's you know doing these posts basically um kind of like attacking pete davidson who's kim's boyfriend right now and telling people like oh i made up a nickname his name's skeet now and if you see skeet on the street like basically kind of telling people to like hurt him yeah so it escalated like it was just he went on a rampage starting a few days ago where he was just like posting one post after another kind of throughout the days and like they were all very focused on pete about um Kent wanting like basically wanting his family back together and like even I mean on yesterday on Valentine's Day he had like a truck of thousands of roses like delivered to her house what did the truck say Steph it was like a Toyota Tundra and it said (laughs) (laughs) which is just so funny for Kanye West it said um my vision is crystal clear but the crystal and clear were K's not C's yeah like for Kim Kardashian yeah and like so I thought that was, so I was, I was watching him spiral in these posts and I'm like, he's literally asking people, he's inciting violence by asking people to hurt Pete Davidson, basically. So yep. then he started posting screenshots, like he was having side conversations over text message with Kim Kardashian. And she was asking him like, why can't you keep any of our stuff private? Like, this is private. Why are you, why are you going on your page? And, and you need to stop asking people to hurt him because he's going to get hurt. You're asking people to do that. And when he gets hurt, it's going to be your fault. Like you have to stop, you know? So then he posted that screenshot and like basically was owning up to the fact that like, he shouldn't have done that. and was asking people not to hurt him or whatever. Yeah. Because he had said, she had, she had texted him. You are creating a dangerous and scary environment and somebody will hurt Pete. And this is going to be all your fault. And then, so he shared that screenshot and he said, upon my wife's request, please, nobody do anything physical to skeet. I'm going to handle the situation myself. Yes. So then all of a sudden fast forwarded. And so wait, it was, it was a screenshot of that text or it was like a carousel. So it was a screenshot of the text. And then when you swiped, it was like, um, a scene from a movie, I think, or something. And it was like, um, like a guy who had like another guy, like in a chokehold. Yes. And it was like very demonic looking and yeah. So then fast forward to today and he's removed every single post except for two now. And his posts went from everything he was posting was in capital letters to his two posts today are in like regular typing. And he's going, he only has one post up right now. Oh, so he took something else down. 
Because yeah. there was two where he's basically like, I need to learn how to communicate. Like, that's not how you communicate. That's blah, blah, blah. Up. Okay. So that's up. So that's a lot's happened. And there's more in there. I mean, he's deleted a lot. Of, he's posted and deleted and posted and deleted, but everything's very, everything's threatening towards Pete Davidson. And everything is um, very, I think, manipulate manipulative towards Kim Kardashian now. Like she's made it clear that, she's you know that they're getting a divorce they're filed for divorce she's dating somebody else so was he briefly and he's publicly like manipulating her into staying married to him so there's a lot of chatter going on a lot of opinions so we wanted to hear your guys's opinions (laughs) so we and this is where we this is where we heard loud and clear some of you guys are not interested at all but a lot of you are um so do you want to just share some of the thoughts that people had? Yeah, we wrote we wrote some of them down. First person, Kanye is crazy. I think we've established that yep. at some level. I don't know if crazy is the correct word or if it's just, it's clear Kanye has some type of um, mental health issues. Yes. I think we have established that. Um, Kanye just needs to move on, but he won't because he's Kanye. Yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, we've seen this from all of how Kanye has had um, every type of confrontation in his career is he's done something extreme like this. So the fact that he's doing this with his personal life and his relationships with his ex-wife or future ex-wife. Seem to be, is not surprising. Yeah, it's not surprising to me at all. He's Uh, a, go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) he's a bully and we need to stop shining a light on his abusive behavior. Um, Okay. I know we weren't going to say this to the end, but I think that's actually a good point. You had sent me a post um, from someone today. And I think that she shared some really good posts that we should read. Cause I thought like some of them were like really good points. Cause it's like a lot of people are like kind of laughing at it and, kind of making fun of the situation and it's like I know one that like really stood out to me is um where is it at as a former domestic violence survivor advocate I can tell you if someone came into my office and told me their ex was exhibiting the behavior Kanye is I would be legally forced to break confidentiality and call the police it's at that level of concern this is dangerous and not at all funny and I think, I think that like kind of gave me the chills too, where it's yeah. really easy. I feel like with social media and everything getting turned into a meme and that's fun. Like mm-hmm. memes are fun, but when, you know, like you can easily, whether you want to or not get brainwashed with thoughts. So if all your feed is, you know, Kanye being Kanye and Kanye being crazy, which established he is you know we've already established all those things but if that's like your narrative because that's what's being fed to you and you're like avoiding the fact that there's like a dangerous situation going on um like it is hard until it's pointed out to you I guess unless you have unfortunately been in a similar situation where it's easier to point that out without somebody else you know I mean it's like when we see these things from celebrities it's like it's almost like this like fantasy world like we just don't always take it seriously it seems like oh these people are crazy blah 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 and it's like but imagine like you were on Instagram or Facebook tomorrow and like you saw your friend's husband posting these same types of things 
how concerned would you be? How much ser- like more seriously would you like want to take it? And like, why is that not the same? And we like have this all over the internet. And you want to believe like the Kanye is Kanye narrative because he's done it in the past. He's done, like you said, he's done the Taylor Swift getting up at the Grammys thing. And, you know, he he's exhibited unstable, crazy, wild, just on center of attention type behavior in the past where you're hoping that's all he's doing is just being Kanye. But I think, you know, throughout the years, there's been things to show like it might be more, could be more. And that's really, really scary. Um, But I think another one that, and this is all, if you want to follow her, she's actually really awesome. Her Instagram page is Katie, K-A-T-I-E, Grossbard or Grossbard, G-R-O-S-S-B-A-R-D. And she's kind of like, um, She's, she posts news. It's pretty far left in my opinion. Um, and so I, I like a lot of it. I don't like a lot of it, but she posts a lot of like, she'll take a news story or a celebrity story or something. And she'll go on Twitter and post a bunch of, you know, quotes in relation to that one story. And I swear she's always spot on like with what she posts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, like somebody posted that we are witnessing someone stalk and harass their ex in real time and media outlets are playing it for jokes while the people are laughing in the comments, dark times. Yeah. And I, that is what's happening. And that's so crazy. And I think if, as we go down some of these on like the opinions that some people have, like, I think it's hard to post point a finger at one way or the other you know like the Kardashians do have I think on one of these it says um on one hand this is so sad it seems like Kanye is really sad and heartbroken on the other hand the Kardashian family manipulates every narrative so it's funny that this one seems to be run by Kanye yeah and I can see that because Kris Jenner is a genius yeah she's a PR genius And so you, so that does make you sway back and forth and it's like, okay, are, is there a narrative that we don't know about, but still regardless of that, like he's not handling it the right way. This is not how you do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just a few other things that you guys had said, um, Kanye spiraling and Kim is handling the whole thing with such grace, which I think, um, is true, but also could go to the fact like they have been PR coached like crazy. I was going to say, to be fair, she's handling it with such grace on social media. On That's social all media. we've seen. Yes. That's all we know. And honestly, she's probably stopped handling it period off social media now that the fact that he started to share things Uh so it's probably like lawyer to lawyer at this point would be my guess um but he needs medical help and both are overrated so not a fan clearly (laughs) yeah (laughs) overhearing about them also not a fan um we're seeing real life abuse and manipulation play out I feel bad for Kim honestly scary I've read Kanye this is you know speculation what we read um I've read that he might have bipolar disorder but she needs a restraining order so I think that comment like they both need help is basically what that comment's saying you know like there is something I don't know how to word this right like without you know offending anybody or whatever but he clearly has a mental illness he said he has a mental illness like that that's actually not speculation because he's talked about it himself um but I think it clearly goes untreated. Um, and I don't know that it's at you, the extreme. I don't want to get too deep into this, but 
Do you feel like he spiraled more or went down a darker path after his mom died? I feel like that's kind of when more things like became like a little crazier. Yeah, I think, I think you're probably right. I don't really remember hearing a lot about Kanye before his mom died. Like, so I don't know if that was like PR control under his record label or whatever. And then once he started, you know, this whole, I'm an artist, I'm my own thing. Maybe I, I'm not sure. Like I know celebrities period, like with the whole Britney thing, we've learned like how, controlled they are by contracts and you know their their PR managers and stuff so um it could be but yeah about the the Kim needing a restraining order or not like this behavior like could like you said Laura like that was a good way of putting it like if it was your friend and you were watching your friend's husband say all these things I think you'd be encouraging your friend to do that but since they are celebrities and we don't know what's really going on it's like yeah yeah, you hope she doesn't need it, but she also has every resource in the world available to get that should she feel like she needs to, you know? Um, and then, yeah, like somebody said, just act like adults already. This is insane. And then this one also stood out to me. How the hell did Britney have a conservatorship but not Kanye? Um, and that, we still don't know all the details of why Britney had a conservatorship. It is crazy. It went on too long. And this seems like a situation that could be scary too. And could, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know enough about conservatorships and what point you have to be at or what behavior you have to be showing to get to that point where somebody would ask to have you placed under conservatorship. But I also know coming from the Kardashian family and how important like PR, good PR is to them, like coming off the, Britney being upset at her family and everybody being team Britney like yeah do we think that they're gonna try to have him put on a conservatorship because of what that could do to PR like probably no. not yeah no you know so and that's the frustrating part too is every like everything is so calculated yep and then last comment I seriously don't care enough about them or follow what is going on <laughs> which I think is a lot of people and we get it and we but this is what we're here for which is true um last one and I don't think we have time to read this whole post because this episode's gone (laughs) longer than I thought but I'm going to direct you to the page to read it yourself um because one of our listeners shared it and I went it went and read it and it's a very good perspective on the situation as well it's from Sean King's Instagram and his Instagram is just Sean King so S-H-A-U-N King K-I-N-G you can look for the post that's like that chokehold picture that Laura was talking about. And he writes a whole post there. So it's an interesting read to get um, his perspective. And I definitely recommend um, reading that, but it's all, all around an unfortunate situation. I also don't think it's like near being over, like the drama is near being over and hopefully nobody gets hurt. Everybody stays safe. Everybody gets the help they need. And you know, it, it, it does give people something to talk about. It, it shines light on mental illness. It shines light on domestic violence type situations. Um, and it's just scary, honestly. Yeah. Nope. I agree. So, <sighs> With that, that was a let's, lot. let's get into a little lighter. Well, maybe lighter. I don't know. We'll have to see how this we're goes. We're going to find out. We're, but, we're finding out when you guys find out. Yes. But right now. Let's get Coco loses slash Coco or see Coco date update. Yeah. That's what we need to call it something. See Coco update. See Coco. 
<laughs> see Coco. Oh my God. We'll work on this. We'll, we'll work, work on, on it. But so many of you love when Courtney's on. I feel like we say this all the time, but it's true. We never get more messenger messengers messages than when Courtney's on after her episode sharing that she was probably breaking up with her boyfriend. We got the most messages saying, uh, we need a Courtney update. So yes, here it is with Courtney. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, guys, we are super excited to have Courtney back with us for a little relationship update after we had her on the podcast a few weeks ago. Everybody was like, um, we need more. We got a lot of questions asking for updates, Courtney. So yeah. we reached out to her and we were like, Hey, want to come get an update? And then we were like, even better. Want to come on monthly and talk about you? <laughs> Everybody loves you. So welcome back, Courtney. Thank you so much. I know when I got your text, I was so excited because I, um, I really like doing the podcast and a few people have said to me like, you should do one. And I'm just like, I don't have anything to talk about. And like, you need someone else to do it. And I'm always like, Laura does all the tech stuff. I have no idea how to do that. So like this way I get my little fix, but I'm not really responsible for any of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's the per- perfect. perfect. But we did get so many comments about how natural you were. Oh and God. we got a lot of people saying the same thing about like, oh my God, Courtney should have her own podcast. So <laughs> you definitely, that might be in your card someday if you ever wanted to. I mean, who knows? I mean, I do know, no, but... <laughs> We'll just have you on monthly. It's fine. <laughs> but, I mean, I guess everybody learns somewhere. I don't know. We'll see. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So where we left off, when, when were you on? I think it was like three weeks ago now. I, so, I know. I think that as well. So two, three weeks ago, I'm going to say, and we kind of, you were kind of talking about the relationship that you were in that yeah. was possibly going to be ending. And you were going through that. So what, what happened with that? What's the latest there? So it, it did end. And, um, I kind of was glad that the podcast came out earlier than we had thought, because I sort of had no choice, but to do it, not that I thought he would listen to it, but I just thought I can't say all this stuff about him and then continue to date him like that's terrible um and so I think it came out Wednesday which I think was he had been out of town I think he had come home Wednesday so I had texted him to see if I could come over Thursday um I just felt like it was really important to do it in person and I I had some I'm like one of those people that's like I need like I like crowdsource opinions which I think maybe I need to stop doing um <laughs> uh, so a few people had told me like I don't think it has to be like on his turf. And I, I thought it did. I just felt like that was more respectful. I felt like I can't have someone drive a half hour to my house just for me to break up with them. You know what I mean? Right. So I made it very clear. I said, I have plans later. I have like an hour. If I could stop by, I felt a little bad because in the back of my mind, I thought he definitely thinks this is like a booty call. <laughs> like, and it oh is. no. 
last yeah, thing because, on his mind was a breakup. First thing on his mind was a booty call. <laughs> because like, who says I, I only have an hour. I'm just going to come by real quick. <laughs> and you've been gone for a week. So Two weeks. let me swing yeah. by for an hour. <laughs> I know. So I went over there and, um, like before I went I had typed out in my notes like everything I wanted to say not that I thought I was going to like actually pull them out and read them but I just wanted to get it out um and I just knew like again this just wasn't the right situation for me but like I wasn't trying to make him feel bad or like kind of crap all over him he's a really good guy so I was like listening to my you know my breakup playlist that I made when I got divorced like my whole drive up there like sucking myself up and um I was like, yeah, I I gotta- like that's the last thing I would want to do to prepare for a breakup is listening to my my like divorce playlist I think I'd be wanting to listen this to, must like- have been like a girl power playlist though well, not yes, like it is I'll have to send it to you guys I post it on Instagram sometimes and it really has kind of become sometimes now it's even more like I it's like my getting ready before I go out on a girl's night playlist because it really is more. It's just okay, like, so it's not like sad. Adult. Oh God, no. I, it was, yeah. I think, I think you sent me the playlist when I, MBM and I yes, broke up. Yeah. So I have it saved still. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's called like, you got this. And it's like Lizzo and Beyonce and okay, so, okay. yeah, no, it's not like Adele crying. I mean that I couldn't do that. There's no, no. way. <laughs> That makes more it's, sense. If we remember, we need to share this playlist in our stories. This week. Yes, because it's very oh good. It's, it's one of those like empowerment playlists. So that's the exact kind of music you want yes. going into a conversation like that. Empowerment. I think the last, I, I, I specifically remember like, um, you know, Irreplaceable being on there from Beyonce. Yeah. So, but so I, I went in there and like, he was sitting on the couch. Like I, he always just left, would leave his apartment um, door open. So I just went in there and I like asked how his trip was he told me how his trip was and then I just was like you just you just gotta you just gotta do it and like I really did feel like I was gonna throw up because I just hate it's not even confrontation but I don't like any sort of conflict I don't like knowing I have like some people thrive on that I hate it it makes me physically ill right so I um I oh my god I'm like having a brain freeze so I said you know (laughs) I said, I just don't think this is working anymore. Um, And I was like, I don't really know like what you're thinking. And he did say, um, he said, yeah, the last couple of weeks I've been wondering that myself, but I've been like, kind of like planting some seeds the last couple of weeks, hoping it would like sort of out out of the blue, like talking about like how we like different living situations and different things like that. So, um, yeah, I just said, you know, this is real. And then I was like bawling, which again, did not expect. I just was like, I just don't think this is working. I don't think we're compatible long-term. I kind of went over some of the reasons I thought that. Um, and I said, you know, one of the things I said was, and you never, you know, even mentioned me meeting your parents. And he was like, well, I was going to bring that up today. And I was like, you know, I just, I can't, I just can't. You were already there. Like it was like too little, too late kind of thing in the moment. Truly, truly. I'm just glad he didn't answer the door naked, like in forgetting Sarah Marshall in the beginning. (laughs) And in, um, and then she shows up to break up with him. (laughs) But in how I met your mother, it's a a play, right? The naked man. And they say, does it ever work? He's like, yeah, it actually usually works because you're already naked. So they're not going to say no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um, 
he was very kind. I think he was surprised. He, but you know what? He didn't argue with me. He didn't disagree. Um, and he just said like, I know you've been hurt before. You know, I don't want to do that. And he also mentioned, um, which was funny because we hadn't talked about it a ton lately, but like in the beginning we had talked about it. He was like, you know, we're, I'm three weeks older. So we're the same age. And he said, I know like you want to be married and you want to have kids soon. And I know like for women, you have more of like a timeline. And he said, I want those things, but I don't think I want them now. Like I still want to travel a lot. Um, and I do, I know it's like a double standard, but I do think 33 for a man is still considered relatively young to have kids and 34 or 33 for a woman is considered almost like old. Right. So, you know, I appreciated he was, you know, keeping that in mind. Um, I don't know how long he would have allowed this to go on if I hadn't said anything. Um, because again, like I said, we really enjoyed each other's company. We never really fought. Like I think we had like one or two arguments in almost seven months. Like I really enjoyed my time with him, but it just, there was just that, that disconnect where I want someone who's going to be there for me when something good happens or something bad happens. And you talked about it last week's stuff, um, like with Jordan. And I thought I'm so, I meant to text you. I thought, oh, I'm so happy she has that. And like, that's what I want. And that's what everybody deserves. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, it's just, it's out there. I, I guess. I don't know. I'm, a, I'm starting to feel a little bit jaded, but well, it's so, the one thing I will say is it's, it's hard, especially yeah. when you are, our age, and I guess any age actually, but if you are in your thirties and you do want kids, that is something on your radar and you have been divorced. It's like it, first of all, dating scary period. It's exhausting. It's not fun. I mean, it's not always fun. Um, and it's, it's tiring, you know, like yeah. you, you do kind of just want to like land the one <laughs> as soon as possible and just try to make it, you know, but you don't want to do that at the expense of, like sacrificing things that are like necessary for you in a relationship or like things that you need. So no. as hard as it is to like, you have this guy who's like not a bad guy, but he just isn't everything for you at this point in your life. But now that means, you know, you're going to have to go back out there. Like that's a scary place that people mm, end up. But, but like, I think that's why people were respecting your story is you weren't like looking the other way at things that you needed that he wasn't giving just because he was a good guy. It's like, no, you know, like you have a second chance at this. Now you've gone through a divorce now, like, you know what you will and won't put up with. And some of the things that you were putting up with were things you don't want to put up with, you know? Right. And I will say too, he had said to me, he said, you know, you always like are so good to me. Like you take such good care of me. And like, I do really appreciate it. And I said, I know, but I said, who takes care of me? Like, and I think that's kind of when I started to get really upset because it's not even necessarily about him, but it's like, it was like that in my marriage. And then my first relationship after my divorce and now another relationship. And I just don't, I don't remember if we talked about this on the podcast or not, or if I mentioned this in one of my many crying phone calls to my friends, but I said, I just don't know why I keep attracting the same type of people. Um, because I know some people love a project. There's for sure women out there that are like, I don't mind a guy that like a fixer upper or a guy that, you know, I, 
I don't want that. I, I want someone that's already fixed. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I felt like every relationship I was getting into after my divorce was that too. And it, it it's exhausting. It and, is. um, I can tell you there is hope that you can well, find I, ones that aren't. <laughs> I know. And so it's like, you know, I, maybe, maybe I need a J name. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Jordan, I think, J- but you know what? I only have J's and there's some bad J's out there too. So <laughs> my ex-husband's a J, so we can't necessarily say that across the board. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't even think I've ever gone on a date with someone that had a J name. Okay. So worth it, worth a date then worth a date. I'm trying. Oh, the, uh, we just talked about this. I forgot we were not recording. Um, well, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I'm trying to but I am, there's someone I was talking to and he is a J name. Actually, I just realized. Ooh, oh, okay. Is this, is this a teaser for the next, for the next segment with Courtney? Are we going to hear about Mr. J name the next time? <laughs> Look at us leaving people hanging. Tune you in know, next time. <laughs> and maybe it'll be good encouragement for me. Like, okay, well now you have to have something to talk about. Like you need to go on a date. <laughs> go out with Mr. J name. <laughs> okay well so you and um so you guys broke up then it's been what like three weeks now yeah so since then I mean are you guys still in contact are you guys texting are you thinking about well obviously you're thinking about dating again because you said you just met someone on one of the apps like where are you at with all of that yeah so and one of the other things that also had made me really sad while I was breaking up with him was he said um can we still be friends? Which like broke my heart because we don't have that much in common, but like we do have such a good time together. And again, I have no ill will. So I said, sure. I mean, and then, you know, we have been talking, um, we have hung out a time or two. And so it's Mm -hmm. just hard. I'm in a, I'm in a weird place now because logically I know it doesn't make sense. Um, but I also, again, like, like my friends were like, I don't think this is a good idea. And I I had said, well, I don't know that it's not a good idea because I didn't really feel like we were super emotionally invested anyway. So how is this any different? Um, but now he did mention to me that he went on another date and that really did bother me a lot. Um, and I didn't tell him that and he didn't do anything wrong because that's what we agreed upon. Yeah. Um, But I was surprised by how upset I was about it. And so I'm trying not to read too much into that. We are texting. He's out of town again. So I think while he's gone, I really like need to think about what I want, because again, it's great to hang out and have someone to spend time with and everything. And we're on the same page for that, but I do, I am starting to worry. It might not be great for me yeah. um, mentally or emotionally. Um, it's not keeping me from being on the apps. I mean, even <laughs> the night we broke up, I already was back on because I knew I wasn't really like invested emotionally. Um, so, you know, in my head, I'm like, okay, that's, that's fine. Like, but he also, I saw him on there because like, he's on all the same apps I am. And like on hinge now, it'll tell you active now, active today. So like oh, he's active now, active now. And I'm like, wow, bro. Like, I guess it's not, I, I was being a hypocrite, but I'm like, I knew it was coming. You didn't, but obviously you're fine. Yeah, exactly. That had bothered me a little bit, but, um, yeah, he's out there. I am out there. Um, 
So, you know, we can keep that for another time. I have not been out with anyone else yet, but like we were saying a little bit ago, it's just hard to, you have to go through so many to even find one that you feel safe enough to go out with or like excited enough to go out with. Mm-hmm, so it's exactly. like, finding, it's, you might feel safe with someone, but you're kind of like, oh, but they're boring. I don't know that I even want to do it or someone that's like super fun and exciting, but you're like, I don't know, they're a wild card. So it's just like getting back and it's hard getting back into the groove of it after being off it for, you know, over six months. Um, and you know, a lot of the same people are still on there also, which is depressing as well. <laughs> You're like, I've, I've, I've slipped on you before. <laughs> you say? And going back to what you were saying about, um, like having feelings that you weren't expecting to have when he told yeah. you that he was, went on a date and it's, I think it's like this mental thing we do because I've been in that situation and where it's kind of like, because you're like, why am I upset by this? Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be with him anymore. But I think it's like we play this game in our head. Like, why do they think like all of a sudden they're emotionally available? And are they giving, are they like doing more for this person than they, they were willing to give to me? And it's like, you start doing these like, what if scenarios and like, and how are they acting with this person that you don't even know? And it's, it just, you start playing these mental games with yourself when it's like, you really don't care, but you start to care because we're women and that's just, well, and that's how we work. They were like, you know, do you, were you really upset that he was out with someone else? Or are you upset that possibly like your fun buddy is gone? And I was like, no, like it was me thinking about like him doing things for her that he had done for me. And that was hurtful to me, but also I kind of like made a joke to my friends. I said, but also now she's the one waiting a day for a text back. So I mean, like, <laughs> you know, it's, I, I think some people, I, I do believe some people can change for the right person. Um, I don't think that's going to be this kind of a situation. Like, I just think there's like a disconnect there. I can't imagine if he was with maybe a girl very different from me, who all she kind of wanted was the bare minimum, then that's great. Um, that might be like a match made in heaven. Um, I just know that's not what I want, which is why now I've got myself like into this predicament where your listeners are probably like, what a dummy. What is she doing? (laughs) No, we are, we are all human, but I, I do. I think you did a really good job with how you handled the breakup. I think it's like human nature, especially if the you are the one to do the breakup. So if the one on the other side is asking for a friendship, even though that might not be the health, it may or may not, depending on the people, you know, but like you feel a guilt as like the one doing the breakup to kind of like take steps to make it like easier on that person. So if you felt like, like that was going to make it easier on him or whatever, and, and you were comfortable with it too, but like things can change on the weekly. Like you can meet someone and that can all change. He can come back from his trip and something can happen and it can all change. So you kind of just have to, t- to do what's best for you and, and figure that out one day at a time. Well, and it's funny because I just feel like you guys are, we're in similar situations. Like when you get married younger, which at the time didn't feel young. Now it does feel very young. Yeah. Like early twenties. I'm like, I was a tool out that. Like I was a baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I, I didn't do any of that. Like I had only ever, you know, been with my husband and I didn't know how to date or anything. And so it's like, I'll text my friends and I'm like, 
I'm like, is this something friends with benefits do? Is this? And they're like, what are, what, what are you even talking about? And I'm like, I just don't know how to act because I'm either, I'm always just in a relationship. And so, um, it's just totally an adjustment. And I'm just like, I feel like I'm old to be going through this for the first time, but it is what it is. And it's like, you know, I just, um, I don't know. We're all learning. Definitely. Well, thank you for coming on and filling our listeners in with how that went. Everybody was so invested and I'm sure we'll continue to be invested. So we look forward to having you back and getting some fun dating updates back here on the show. Everybody's been missing that. So, you know, they can live vicariously through you now, Courtney. (laughs) We figure if me and Steph aren't on the dating apps and that's what the people want, we can at least bring you along every few weeks to, to share the scoop. I know the fan I, fave. I even was thinking that, um, like when Steph, you know, when you were in your last relationship and then you had that time in between where you were back on the apps and I was like, oh yes, more stories. And then like, they stopped again, obviously, cause you're happy, which I'm happy for you, but yeah, it's always nice to like, um, and it's always, I think, reassuring for people who are in happy relationships to hear it. Like actually real quick. And then I'll, I'll let you guys go. Someone messaged me on Instagram yesterday and said she was breaking up with her boyfriend this week. Um, she had already been thinking about it. And after she listened to the episode that I was on talking to you guys about it, she was like, you know, I deserve better. I need to, I need to end this. And, and I thought, okay, well, that's great because not that I want to ever end someone's relationship, but like, I'm glad that I'm helping people at least you're helping. Yeah. You're helping because that's how many people do we know are in relationships that they probably shouldn't be in. <laughs> like you see it with, with friends or friends and mm-hmm. friends and you're just like, this is not, I'm sure everyone that ever hung out with my ex and I was like, I don't know how this is working, <laughs> but you know, like, you're just like, whatever. So I think, I think hearing other people's stories and knowing like there's light at the, on the other side and the yeah. grass grass isn't always greener, but it can be greener if, you know, if you're unhappy and if you're not getting what you need out of a relationship and you do deserve better, you know? So I think, I think that's good. And you're for sure a fan fave and we are excited to have you back on and hear more. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you guys so much. And I do love your listeners. I was sending you guys some messages they had sent me and they're always so sweet and nice. And, um, so, and I appreciate, I appreciate you guys having me on again. Let us know or let me know when you want me to start swiping for you. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I forgot. We do need to do that. I kind of I'm kind of one for one. So (laughs) but then I know, I know. So I mean that's a lot of pressure. (laughs) It is. Gotta build my resume. Uh, I'm gonna text you after this and I should give you my um my Tinder password and have you do that. Yes, I love this idea for us. I can give you each access to one of the apps, and then you <laughs> that would I be amazing. Trust Stephanie, you want yeah. Also, also, I've left on everybody. Nope, yeah. nope, nope. Yeah. And you know what, Steph? I already do that. So maybe <laughs> just give it to Laura. <laughs> yeah, we can't play each other you. out. Laura can do all the work. <laughs> oh my god! All gosh. right, thanks, Courtney. Thanks, guys. All right, bye. bye. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. 
What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Flavor of the Week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week, so I did mention this briefly earlier in the episode, but I teased you guys on what the actual show was called, but... I have been binging it all weekend with Jordan. It is called Inventing Anna and it's on Netflix and it's so good. It's basically, oh my God. So I've been like, I'm super judgy. I feel like, like with like the, when you go on Netflix and you just see like the name of a show and like the picture, like, I feel like I'm super judgy and I chose before I (laughs) like give them a try. You judge a show by its Like the cover of its book, but it's not a book. It's like. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, (laughs) and so, um, Jordan came over Friday and he was like, Oh, like this morning when I woke up, I was laying in bed I turned on Netflix and like, that was like a new show. So I just tried the first episode and it's really good. He's like, I think you'd like it. So we, he started it over with me and we watched the first one and we started binging it and I have a few left. Um, but it's basically about this girl named Anna or is it? Um, and she, basically is like a she tries to fool people into thinking she's like this german heiress and she's like a socialite and like an instagram is this supposed to be based on a true story yes okay so basically it's from shonda rhimes so the creator of like Grey's anatomy and what else did she do some other big show yeah um so it's it's one of her shows and in at the beginning of every episode it's basically like this ep- uh this show is based on all real facts except the ones that aren't or something like that yeah. like it basically says the same thing in everyone um but yeah it's like this this girl who fooled like n- new york basically and all these like elite people in new york into thinking she was somebody that she's not and i remember reading this in the news a while ago and what's crazy is the story yeah. so it follows her but it al- also follows this journalist who had a story that she kind of didn't do well on, like it flopped or whatever. And she's kind of like redeeming her career with this story. And so she, it it shows her like in jail doing like the interviews and learning Anna's story. And it's kind of like CSI-ish how it does like the flashbacks. Like she'll be telling her something and then it flashbacks to that moment. Um, But it's seriously so good. And you like, you finish an episode and you have a hard time, like not watching another one. Like you're like, they like something's happening and I know what's happening but it hasn't happened yet but like I need to know it's really really good I think it's like nine episodes and I'll leave it there did you finish it no I have two more left okay I I watched um I think two episodes last night at your house and then I have I think like the last two I think I'm on the the seventh right now but it's really 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 good all right it's on my list I do want to watch it I but I have like 80 things on my list right now I'm so behind like love is blind season two is out I can't believe I haven't started that yet I still haven't done the Pam and Tommy I like I just have like so much I still want to watch there's so much to like it's hilarious. like you need a I week always, off of work just to I always TV. bring up shows on here like that I'm excited about and then I don't even have time 20 percent of them <laughs> all right Laura well, what's your flavor of the week uh, so my flavor of the week is uh, Glossier's You Perfume. Okay. I have been wearing this now for probably 
two, three years. I mean, longer than the pandemic. So probably closer to three years. I um, found out about it through my friend, Liz. She, and it's big. So I'll read you. So their description is notes of pink pepper for sparkly, iris for creamy, ombre, which is slightly sweet. And um, I'm like butchering some of this, you guys. Ambrox. <laughs> Scent, which is warm, but mostly it smells like you. Soft, comforting, and familiar. We designed it to feel open-ended and to be a little different to everyone. This is not a finished product. It needs you. So like the big thing with this perfume is like it, and it's so true. It literally smells different on every single person. Wow. It's like the way they did this like formula. So like I smelled it on my friend the first time and it smells like a completely different perfume than what I wear. But thankfully I tried a sample of it. So I sampled it. So I could, before I like committed to buying it, which is not for a perfume, it's not too expensive. I want to say it's in like the $40 range. And, um, I bought it directly through their website, but I loved the way it smelled on me. And so it's just been kind of my scent the last few years, but, um, I thought I would share it. It if you ever see it or you're at a glossier or whatever, which I don't even know if they have stores. I was at a pop. Yeah, I was going to say, I so went I to a store it. in LA, but I don't know if it's like a common thing for them to have stores or if they're at Sephora or anything like that. So over the years, I've heard of like a couple like influencers that I follow have talked about this, but I've never like actually looked into it. So I, I Googled it right now. Is it the bottle that's like white with a red lid and it's yes. very like simple looking? Yes. Okay. I feel like I've seen it before and I'm like looking at the reviews right now and they're insane reviews. Like It's five honestly, star reviews. it's like beautiful. I really like it, but like I, it's like kind of hard to share as a flavor of the week because it doesn't mean everybody's going to like it, but I think it's like, for the price. And I think it's such a beautiful scent that I've smelled on other people as well. I think it's kind of cool to see how, cause it's almost like a custom scent. I feel like the way they've, because it's so different for everyone. It's like, yeah, if somebody asks you, you could be like, yeah, this is it, but you're probably not going to smell like it. (laughs) I love, I want to try it really bad. So I think for the price, it's like I said, it's not like some perfumes where you're spending a hundred, 150 bucks and stuff. This is like definitely more on the affordable range. Exactly. Without being as cheap as like a bath and body mist. <laughs> awesome. I feel like, I feel like we had a really good flavor of the week this week. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's all, all right. I got. All we got. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Wine Over Matter podcast. If you don't already, you should join us in our private Facebook group. Just click just search club wine over matter and request to join and as we said in the beginning of the episode if you listen on apple podcasts or if you have an itunes account please don't forget to take a moment and leave us a five-star rate interview you can even rate us on spotify now and if you don't already be sure to follow us on instagram and tiktok at wine over matter pod thanks again and we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand cheers cheers cheers